Hello and welcome into 32 Terrible Teams. On this podcast, you'll find nothing but genius football analysis, takes, and coverage provided by myself, Kurt Neubemeyer. And myself, Dominic Chavello. Join us throughout the season as we predict and react to the games, news, and drama that unfolds in this terrible league that is the NFL. If you're wondering what makes us qualified to talk about the NFL, I once won a couple stacks putting $10 down that Big Ben would throw for over 500 yards, and he ended up with 501. As for me, I'm pretty sure my Pee Wee football team won a championship once when I was nine, but honestly, I, I don't remember. You look like you won a championship when you were nine. Thank you. That takes the guessing out of it for me. Anyway, what better way to kick off a football podcast before the season starts than uh, some stinky little record predictions? All right, Dom, let's say we start off with the AFC East. Okay. I guess I'll start at the bottom. I have the Jets at 2-15. and 15. Hmm. And then the Patriots at 4-13. and 13. Then I have the Dolphins 11-6. And, and winner of the division, the Bills at 14-3. and three. Okay. Uh, little. I was a little more generous to the Jets with five and twelve. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, Patriots. I did give six and eleven. Dolphins. I gave twelve and five, and then I also have the Bills winning with fourteen and three. Okay. Um, for me, the Jet. Like they. This is the thing with record predictions because you go through. And and you're just like the Jets are bad. The Jets They're are going to lose all the. They're going to lose all their games, but like, I don't know, man. Like, are they going to do worse than they did last year? Their schedule, I feel like, is harder. Is it? You might if you if you looked at their schedule last year and this year, you probably did more work than me. I went through and I looked at the rosters, and they got a little better, I think, in at least a couple places. Plus, it's going to be the second year under Sala. Like he's got to, he's got to get like a, I don't know. Like I put, I pre- they're probably going to split with like the Patriots because they got significantly worse losing Josh McDaniel. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. I think a couple games that I didn't give them like. They're playing the Browns. The Browns are at home, but it's week two. They don't have Watson yet. So, like, they could probably win that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think they're beating the Ravens, the Bengals, the Dolphins. Like, I don't – Green Bay, Broncos. I just – Right. No, there's a, there's a lot of – it's tough to give them some games, but you got you to gotta get, like – I just kept going with, like, the parody of the league. Like, I mean, don't forget, they beat the Bengals last year with the backup quarterback. It, it was the week of Mike White. It gets weird, because and they, they play really good teams, or they play other bad teams, and it got to the point where it's like, well, the I already only gave the Bears two wins, so I guess <laughs> I have to have the Bears beat the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I It's it's tough to account, because I definitely undersold and oversold teams like down the line. But yeah. Uh, I, I think I, we should I, leave it at unpredictably bad. <laughs> <laughs> like bad, but maybe win a couple more. I think I, even if we split the difference between two and five wins for the Jets, I think that's kind of fair. Three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not. Never mind. You know, I'm, I'm standing pat. Five wins for the Jets. I think that I think that's rational. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, let's move on to the Patriots. You had them at. Four and thirteen. Four and thirteen. I had six and eleven. I think the big thing is that they lost their offensive coordinator. Yeah. To go coach the Raiders because before, like that dude, undoubtedly a whiz. Like he put them in the best situations to succeed with like the limited talent they had. Because like looking at their roster right now, it's a bunch of guys for sure. I feel like their roster they they could do some things. I feel like Mac Jones could maybe be a little more surprising than last year 
I don't know, man. I also think Mac Jones might have <laughs> already hit his ceiling last year. Like, I know it was his first year, but, like, even the draft critics are saying, like, this is kind of just what he does. He's, you know. Another thing that's rough for them is that the Dolphins have gotten a lot better and the Bills are the Bills. Yeah. And that's their division. Right. The Dolphins, I feel like even when they had Tom Brady, like the Dolphins always snuck one every once in a while yeah, when they that, shouldn't have. Right. That feels like I, – I think it, Tom Brady like couldn't win in Miami. Like that was his <laughs> thing. Like he would go down there and lose. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure on the Dolphins schedule I had them sweeping the Patriots this year. Like is Jalen Mills covering Tyreek Hill? No. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody covering Tyreek Hill? Uh, no, but, you know, if he drops the ball, Jalen Mills will be 20 yards away wagging that finger. Well, I mean, if Tua underthrows him, then, you know, maybe... <laughs> maybe Mills is in position to make a play. <laughs> <laughs> when Tyreek Hill runs 80 yards in three seconds, <laughs> and Tua can't keep up. We'll see. I mean, they hung 40 on their last preseason opponent, whom whose name escapes me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> We're right. not going there. <laughs> Let's move on to the Dolphins. All right, so the Dolphins, I have them at 12-5. and five. I have them at 11 and 6. So we're both pretty high. I'm also, I'm very surprised you had them more wins than me. I thought I was high. I, I like what they built. Um, they took Teron Armstead from the Saints. They got, I believe, Connor Williams from Dallas for their O-line, which was horrible. Um, and then they brought in, what, every running back that was a fantasy <laughs> sleeper for the, yeah. la- <laughs> the last, like, three years. You know, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson to pair with Jalen Waddle. Like, that's – if Tua can kind of do what Burrow did in Cincinnati, like, that's probably on par, if not mm, a little spicy take, a little bit better than what they have in Cincinnati with, with Chase, Boyd, and Higgins. They have a very good and very fast offense. Yeah. And fairly young. Yeah. Uh, the guy from San Fran, McDaniel – I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's like he's the he's the singular McDaniel. Then you got McDaniel's over on the Raiders, but <laughs> the plural of McDaniel. <laughs> the plural McDaniel's. <laughs> uh, he came in with a plan with how he wants his offense to operate, and he brought in all the personnel that represents that. You just got to see if I guess Tua can do that. I feel like with the added talent and with the fairly easy schedule, they are will be surprising this year. And, like, that's just their offense. Their defense has had, like, one of the best secondaries in the league for the last couple of years. Also, like, while we're talking about it, the Dolphins have been silently, like, 10-6 and six or 11-5, and five, like, some somewhere around above 500 for the last, like, two years. And that was juggling Tua and um, Fitzmagic. Oh, Fitzmagic. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, like, their coach didn't want Tua. Like, that, that was under, like, a crippling system. And they've still gotten above 500, like, the past couple of years. So, like, I think juice. they put it all together this year. Yeah, I, like, I think they at least get in the playoffs. Cause they missed the playoffs the last two years, too, right. while being above 500. Uh, you want to talk Bills? Yes. We both had the Bills at 14-3. and three. Yes. Uh, Not surprising. Again, they're still, sta- like, they're still stacked, and then they brought in Von Miller on their defense, which was already stingy. I don't, I don't see why they don't perform just as well as last year. They have to win that division and just do at least just as good unless, as last year. Unless our Dolphins fins up. Unless they <laughs> <laughs> absolutely just start throttling the rest of the AFC and just take this division. Like, unless they rip it from Josh Allen's 
long, luxurious fingers. I don't, I don't see whether they don't just win this division and shouldn't be like the first seed favorites in the AFC. I don't really have anything else to say about the Bills. I mean, they're going to be good. We know they're going to be good. They've been good. Yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> there is the fact that they lost uh, Dable to coach uh, the Giants. So uh, maybe something there. Yeah, yeah, maybe something there. Hmm. 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 Anyway, next division, AFC West. What do you got? So I have the Raiders and the Broncos tied at the bottom with 11-6. and six. Hell of a division. Hell of a division. And then I have the Chargers at 12-5, and five, and the winners, obviously, the Chiefs at 14-3. and three. Obviously. Obviously. Obviously? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the Raiders at 10-7 and seven at the bottom of the division. Makes sense. Obviously, I have the regressing Chiefs at 11 and 6 in third place in this division. <laughs> Obviously. Oh god. Next I actually have the Broncos at 12 and 5. I mean, you do like Russell Wilson. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's you see ride. what I mean? So <laughs> then I have the 13 and 4 Chargers winning this division. I don't hate that you have the Chargers winning the division because for some very unexplainable reason I love the Chargers. But the Chiefs are just still so good. Are they? Yes. We'll, go, we'll get to the Chiefs. Let's start with the Raiders. Okay. The Raiders brought in Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels to elevate Derek Carr to the next level. Wait, Josh McDaniel plural? Plural. Wow. Yeah. As we've already established previously in the McDaniel lore throughout the league. <laughs> so I gave the Raiders 11 wins. They had 10 last year. They're definitely much better than last year's team. Right. But I think their division got harder. I think their schedule might be a little harder. So I think that's how they kind of only get one more win than last year. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, what's what are some games that could go either way with the Raiders? So, like, I had the Titans beating the Raiders. The Titans are at home. Okay. I think the Raiders probably could win that one, but it's right. kind of like Titans are at home, so I gave it to them. Mm-hmm. Broncos at home. I have them losing to the Chargers, and the Raiders are at home. Like, I feel like they could take that. I definitely had this division kind of split to who's ever at home wins that game. Like I think they're everyone's going three and three in this division just because they're they're all so good. I can't really I can't really give someone like a, a sweep in that division. You know what right. I mean? No, that definitely makes they sense. They could definitely take like a Titans game. My thing with the Raiders is their defense. I like up I like their front seven. I'm not crazy about their DBs. Rocky sends a sick name. No one can take that away from him. We don't know how good he is, but we man, don't, that name. Oh, my God. Woo! <laughs> uh, I can see them going over 10. I think I was a little under under generous, if that's a word. That's not. But I, I was I was not as generous to the Raiders as I should have been because I do think they're going to be a good team and they're going to be coached well by McDaniels. But it's just the AFC is stacked. And it's it's just, hard it's, to give a lot did of teams they, wins. Did they get that much better than like their division also got? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's also the Derek Carr thing. He's a good quarterback. Straight across the board. Straight across the board. He'll do it for you. He might not win it for you, but time will tell. Refresh me. Where did you have the Broncos? Also 11-6. and six. Okay. I was a little higher on the Broncos. I had them at 12-5 for, I believe, second in that division. Ooh. I'm going to tell you why. Russell Wilson. Let's ride. <laughs> Javante Williams. Let's ride. Cortland Sutton, let's, let's ride. ride. Jerry Judy, let's, let's ride. ride. That's just the offense. Don't even get me started on this defense. Oh, boy. 
Pat Sertain the second. Let's ride. Let's ride. Kareem Jackson. Let's ride. Let's ride. Justin Simmons. Let's, let's ride. ride. Ronald Darby. Let's, let's ride. ride. Also, we only listed uh, their secondary, but they have Bradley Chubb, who's an outstanding linebacker, and they just picked up Randy Gregory from Dallas. Broncos country. Let's ride. The only thing better than Russell Wilson saying let's ride was Keenan Allen doing it. And I'll use that as our segue into the Chargers. <laughs> let's ride. I had the Chargers in second place with 12 and 5. Incorrect. I don't fully disagree with you. I feel like they could win the division. I'm still just very high on the Chiefs. But Justin Herbert has been getting better and better every year. Their offense is very good. They made their defense even better. And they're just an all-around good team. Yeah, they. the additions to the defense is what kind of excites me about the Chargers this year because their offense was already pretty good last I mean, really good last year. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, great trio. Uh, Justin Herbert, like you said, been getting better every year. I don't love that they have Storm Norton as a right tackle, but that's nitpicky, I guess. <laughs> My boy Storm Norton, a little familiar with him. Um, adding... Khalil Mack to your defense to go along with Joey Bosa is it's rude. Like, that's rude. To this could be people. pain. Pain for the people that they play. It's inconsiderate. <laughs> it's downright nasty. It's downright nasty. <laughs> and some would say unnecessary. I wouldn't say any of these things. No, you would never. I would never. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I also like adding J.C. Jackson in their secondary along with... Uh, who they already have there, Derwin James, one of the yeah, best yeah. safeties in the league, if not the best. It's just, it, yeah, what you said, it's a great team. They're in a they're in a dogfight of a division. I have them winning. I think you just convinced me that the Chargers are winning that division. I really didn't do much other It didn't than, take much. I no. already thought it, but I just couldn't make myself do it, but you got me there. I always do. <laughs> Let's talk about the Chiefs. Well, now that I no longer believe that the Chiefs are winning the division, as you shouldn't, um, I don't really know where to go because I have them at fourteen and three, which kind of makes sense if they're just still the Chiefs. But if right. they lose Tyree Kill, how much does that matter? I guess we'll find out. I think, I think it doesn't matter as much as everyone thinks it does. Obviously, Tyree Kill is one of the best receivers in the league, but I feel like their receiving core was good, like, and they're like support players were doing well but not that well because Tyree Kill was there. So I feel like you see more from them and it kind of balances out. Looking at the roster right now with everything you're saying, I can't help but agree. They, it's not like they lost Travis Kelsey. It's not like Andy Reid's not still calling the plays. Right. Juju Smith-Schuster, it's a good receiver. It's not Tyree Kill, but he's, he's, a, he's a great player. Um, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Also not Tyree Kill. Definitely not Ty- This one's more so not Tyreek Hill. <laughs> He's I even th- further away from being Tyreek Hill? I would, I would agree to that. I think that's a great point. My thing with the Chiefs is that they started, like, what, 1-5 last year, 1-4 last year? Like, they, they were not off to... It didn't look like the Chiefs. And that was kind of with the same team that they've been running back to get to these AFC Championship games. And I really just think that their defense is in a terrible spot right now. Yeah, I can agree with that. I like their line, like Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Derek Nottie. Those are all names. I know all those names. I like those names. 
Those are names for sure. When I think of those names, I think good football players. No, they're definitely names. For sure. Well, you don't need defense when you got offense, baby. That is true, and they proved that against the Bills in, some would say, two games. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, overtime's just another game that is... We score, we score, we score, we score. Coin flip, we score, we win. Yeah, and that's all it is. I don't like the loss of the Honey Badger. I'm a big Honey Badger guy. Honey Badger don't care. Honey Badger don't care, especially about the Chiefs anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that was warranted. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. But I I like the Chiefs. I like Patty Mahomes. I like Andy Reid. I, I can see them still running this division, but it's a lot harder for me to picture it with what the Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders all did to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. Nah. Bolts, baby. <laughs> all right. We can move over to... The AFC North. Who's in that division? We're, we're just kidding about that. We know. Yeah, yeah, we know. We know. Just to refresh you, I'm going to start off. I have the Steelers. <laughs> Ooh. At 7-10. 7-10? 7-10. and, 10. Seven and, 10? Seven and 10. Let me get through it. All right. Let me get through my thing. Then I have the Browns at 9-8. and eight. Makes sense. Okay, so we're cool with that one. Yeah, we're good. All right. The Bengals at 11-6. and six, mm. And then I actually have the Ravens winning this division at 12-5. and five. I have the Steelers. God, you are not ready for this. I don't think I am. Three and fourteen. Whoa, I was not ready for that. Yeah. Okay. I also don't really like the Steelers, so maybe it was a little biased. Maybe it's a little bit of bias that no. Pennsylvania They're not the best PA team. <laughs> I had the Browns at eight and nine. Okay. I had the Ravens and the Bengals tied at the top at thirteen and four. Ooh. I'm a big Bengals guy. It seems you're like you're a big Ravens guy too. No, nah, the Ravens are just good. Maybe a certain kicker has something to do with your your belief in the Ravens. Justin Tucker and his beautiful, beautiful voice is going to take them all the way. All right, let's talk Steelers. All right, since we're so very far apart, I yes. feel like we should go through their schedule week by week. Let's do it. Week one, they're at the Bengals. I definitely put that down as loss. Loss. Mm-hmm. Week two, they're home against the Patriots. Pretty sure I gave them that game, not going to lie. I did not. Okay. Week three... At the Browns. I might have given them that game, too. I did give them that game. Week four, they're home against the Jets. I gave them that. I gave them that one as well, yeah. Week five, they're at the Bills. Big L. Yeah. Week six, they're home, but against the Bucks. L. Big L. Yeah. Week seven, they're at the Dolphins. I'm pretty sure I gave that an L. You should have. Week eight, they're at the Eagles. L. Huge L. A minor L. <laughs> Week 10, they're home against the Saints. I might have given them that one. Really? Their defense is ridiculous. It's been ridiculous for the past couple of years. As good as the Saints are, I like Jameis Winston, I like Alvin Kamara, I like the receivers they have. That's all great. I think that Jameis going in against a Tomlin defense, might get a little crazy, might try to start forcing some things, might get picked off. I don't love the Saints. So I, would, I could agree that it could go either way. Week 11... Home against the Bengals. I wish I had mine in front of me. I can't say whether or not I gave them. Do you think they split with the Bengals? I think it's possible. The Bengals are fallible. Bengals are on the up and up. They're on the up and up. I'm not going to disagree, but they're Steelers fallible. Steelers are on the down and down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the Steelers are on the down and down. But no? <laughs> I don't know if they're on the down and down. I mean, their offense is good aside from the most important position in sports. So... <laughs> So Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth. That's really good. Like, that's a great group of skill players. Their defense yeah. is locked down. I mean, Mitch Trubisky went 13-3 and 
carried by his defense on a arguably worse Bears offense. I don't think it's impossible for them to hover around 500, if not get to 500 or exceed it. You it's don't not know, impossible. I might be giving them too much credit. I might not be giving them enough credit. And that's why we're friends, because we can admit these things to each other. So let's just say they get seven wins. Five. Moving on to the completely unproblematic franchise that is the Cleveland Browns. Besides winning most controversial team of the last decade, they're not doing much for me. No? No. All right. I have them at eight and nine. Would you have them nine and eight? Yeah. I mean... 11 weeks without Watson. That's tough. I, Jacoby Brissett, he's been a solid backup, but you brought in Deshaun Watson, so like immediately you're taking a real far step down from the quality of QB play. Yeah, but their running backs are good. I think their receiving core is good. I think Peoples-Jones actually steps up this year. I think he's kind of showing that he has something. I think now that he's number two, you see a lot more of that. Mari Cooper, obviously, good receiver. Bringing in Mari Cooper definitely doesn't hurt the team. I think that he's someone who can make a worse quarterback look better. I really, my thing was I couldn't get past that Jacoby Brissett's not like a ground zero quarterback. Like, he's not terrible. He's like not even a Derek Carr, though. I mean, your backup's not going to be a Derek Carr level. Those are borderline starter guys. You're not going to sit like Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins. They're all They're all starters, at least. You might not like some of the things they do. The defense is nasty. Though, the defense too. is sick, yeah. I, and that has to keep them in a lot of games. If you can run the ball and play defense, I mean, as much as this league is trending towards passing, that's going to get you through more games than not. We both have them around 500. I'd be shocked if they really exceeded that by too much. All right, well, I don't even think Browns fans like the Browns, so I think we've talked about them long enough. Now for a much more fun team that people like, the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. I have them at 11-6 and six in second place. Okay. I have them tied with the Ravens, 13-4, and four, but winning the division. So they have the tiebreaker, too, for... Yes. Okay. They got better. They, they got better pieces on their offensive line. I think most of that defense came back, if not all of it. This is one of those teams that's going to be good. It's like the Bills. There's not much to say because they're better than a lot of teams they're going to play, or they should be, right? My only stipulation with the Bengals is that they limped through those playoff games, and you can't convince me otherwise. That win against Tennessee was not convincing. My, like, I don't know if I'm too white to say this, but, like, they just have swag, you know? You are too white to say that. We're going to be fine. But it's something that's not on paper. It's just something. I get what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joe Burrow does that super cool TikTok dance, and everyone loves it. He's just Joey Burr. Joe Shiesty. (laughs) They... They went toe-to-toe with the Rams in the Super Bowl. Like they, they managed to hold off Aaron Donald until he called game at the very end. I, and so, like, where does that put them this year? Like, last year, they literally were in the Super Bowl and did well. Right. So how do you, like, and they're not any worse this year. I know. Was it I happenstance, think, I, you think, last year? I don't think it was happenstance. I think that they overshot how good they were last year by... The ball bouncing their way more times than not. I just, I can't get past the win versus Tennessee. And the Chiefs just melted down at the yeah. end of that game. Kudos to the Bengals. They played They played football. How They had to play football to win both times. Yeah, they won the game. I think that they're more of a get into the playoffs, 
probably don't reach the Super Bowl this year. I could agree with that. So then you have the Ravens at ultimate first. I have the Ravens at first. Here's why. Everyone was injured on that team last year. Very true. Every single person on that team was injured. I'm pretty sure the only reason they didn't make the playoffs was because they had to start Ty Huntley, who's a great backup, but they didn't have Lamar Jackson down at the end of the season when they needed him to win those games for them. On top of, I'm pretty sure their entire secondary, which is a great secondary, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Williams, Marcus Peters, all hurt for large stretches of that season. If they come back, they're healthy. They get Rashad Bateman. They get J.K. Dobbins. I like the Ravens. I'm very high on Lamar Jackson. The reason I'm very high on Lamar Jackson is because I have him in multiple fantasy leagues, Lamar, and I need him to do very well, Lamar. So I'm really hoping the Ravens can go ahead and win this division like I predicted them to, Lamar. And since I'm in two of your leagues, I hope the opposite. Moving on to the AFC South. I have... The Texans at one and sixteen, the Jags at two and fifteen, and uh, the Colts eight and nine, and the Titans winning the division with twelve and five, and also sweeping the division. Ooh, that's a little spicy. I can agree that the Texans are going to be a terrible team at two and fifteen. The Jags I have at four and thirteen, which is shocking that I believe in Doug Peterson more than you. This, it's, I love Ducky P, but it's kind of like the same thing with the Jets. Like we talked about earlier, it's like too bad to predict. Like these teams are too bad to predict. Like, sure, they'll probably win four games. Right. We don't know how. There's going to be variance. It'll just happen. The Texans could stumble into four themselves. The Jags could stumble around 500. Like, we don't know. It's going to happen when I'm on the last leg of my parlay and I need the favorite to win and the Texans are like, but we're going to win this week. That's when it's going to happen. Absolutely. And I hope it does. I then had the Titans at 9-8, and eight, and then I had the Colts winning at 12-5. and five. We're going to start off with the Texans, obviously, as we've been going from worst to first. Right. Pains me to call them the worst, because at the center of this Texans team is my precious little baby boy, Davis Thrills Mills, the throat goat. Thrills Mills, the throat goat? Absolutely. Davis Thrills, Thrills Mills. He Mills any Thrills? I hate this bit. <laughs> I have a dynasty league where my only quarterback is the throat goat himself, Davis Mills. We all know you're not bad at fantasy. We don't have to talk about that right now. What we do have to talk about is how it pains me to say the Texans will get less than 12 wins this season. Less than 12. Less than 12. At least less than 12. At least less than 12. And that's that's the problematic part. I want to say the Texans will go... 13-4 13-4 and four and just demolish the rest of the division, maybe even the league. I don't know. All on I, Davis Mills' back. I On Davis Mills' throat, on his <laughs> big neck. I want to say that that's what will happen, but the roster's just not there. I like Brandon Cooks. I like Davis Mills. Outside of that, throw go. Do you, do you think they're make- better than last year? So next we have the Jaguars. <laughs> And they got a new head coach in Big Bad Dougie P. The man, the myth, the legend. Dom, please rationalize how you have Doug Peterson's football team going, what, 3-14? and 2-15. and 15. That's worse than what I said. Please <laughs> rationalize. Well, first of all, Jackie Jackie doesn't really roll out the tongue like Philly Philly, you know? Yeah. They got Duval. 
You're gonna you're gonna tell Duval. That's right up there with Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. I don't know what did they do last year. What are they doing this year? It nothing. They did nothing. They won three games last year. Sure, they got Doug Peterson. Did they get better? Maybe. Well, they signed every wide receiver two from every team and paid them like a wide receiver one. So if you're telling me that's not what it takes to succeed in this league, <laughs> then what are we even doing here? It's, if you pay people, they will perform. That's how it goes, right? That's that's what I've always understood it as. That's what Kirk Cousins is going to do this year. We don't have to talk about <laughs> him yet. So the only thing the Jags have going for them is that I don't think their division got better. They may have gotten a little better. But I don't their schedule is hard. Like I feel like their schedule is really hard. So they're play, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They could be playing division two college athletes and their <laughs> schedule would be hard. But I'm just I'm I'm questioning your loyalty to Peterson here. Peterson did what Peterson did with a great team. Nick Foles on the Jags. Does that raise their, their win total for you? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. To what to what? Well, I mean uh three. let's talk about the colts let's argue about the colts and the titans in this fucking division i have them 12 and 5 the colts the colts the titans 12 and 5 what do you have the titans at nine and eight so we're just we're kind of almost just flip-flopped on the titans and the colts correct the titans slap i agree listen i love big boy which is yes i love big boy Big boy runs, big boy throws, big boy jumps, big boy jumps. I love big boy. <laughs> I will never stop loving big boy. I love Ryan Tannehill. He's right next in line to, to Davis, Thrills, Mills, the throat coat. They got Bobby Trees. They got Robert Woods. I like him. I think that that's a, a pretty good step laterally to replacing AJ Brown. I don't know, man. What aside from aside from maybe getting the same I heard Traylon Burks is awful if there's a Jalen Rieger page on Twitter saying how bad Traylon Burks is how bad is Traylon Burks (laughs) I have one word for you Vrabel that's true you know what actually you've just convinced me (laughs) because at the end of the day he could go out there and just kick ass himself he could he also said that he was cut he would cut his penis off to uh to win a Super Bowl right I think it's about time he loses his penis. I think it's about time he loses his penis. Moving on to the Colts. You had them still very mediocre at 8 and 9. Yes. I have them at 12 and 5. I really, I just, I can't get around the fact that I think Frank Reich just needs someone at quarterback who's going to do exactly what he tells them to and just execute it. I don't think Carson Wentz is that guy. I think that Carson Wentz wants to break, contain, and make some jaw-dropping play any chance he gets and constantly wants to throw downfield. I just, I think Matt Ryan is better set up for his system. Jonathan Taylor's not slowing down anytime soon. I like Michael Pittman Jr. Their O-line's great. Their defense is great. And they have an absolute legend at kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship. Definitely a legend. I think you made a good point, though. Because when it comes to, like, last year, with how good Jonathan Taylor is I think Carson Wentz was kind of dragging that team down. Like, it was somehow making having the best running back, like, worse. And I think you're kind of right where Matt Ryan will kind of just do whatever, go through the motions, 
not make him worse, not make him better, but like actually. He's going to play quarterback for the Colts. It's going to matter that their running backs are really good. Right. So we now agree that the Colts and their really good running backs are going to win the division. I've convinced you. You can't take. There's no gives these backsies. Not even a little bit. There's right. There's not even a little bit of gives these backsies. You've been convinced. No, I'm not even a little bit convinced. Where are we on gives these backsies? Titans County. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride over to the NFC. Who's kicking that off for you? I'm gonna lead off with the NFC West. I have the Seahawks at the bottom at four and thirteen. I have the Niners eight and nine. I have the Cardinals nine and eight. And then we're too stupid and poor for a drum roll. The Rams are sixteen and one. Okay. We're so close to being in lockstep on this. Okay, that's good. I do have the Seahawks at four and thirteen. Good. Then I have the Cardinals at seven and ten. Mmm. The 49ers at 10 and 7. Mm. And again, no drum roll, but the 15 and 2 Rams leading that division. Okay. Let's talk Seahawks. Let's talk Seahawks. Garbage. Hot. Bad. Big. Stinky, garbage. Fire. Boo. Just absolutely team, terrible. No talent. Just blah. Let's talk Cardinals. Well, I think you really undersold the Cardinals. Okay. They're a very good team. I don't even like having them at 9 and 8. I think oh, really? they win a little more than that. Okay. You want to go through the one, schedule? Seven wins? It's, they, the thing with the Cardinals, they collapsed on their own ass last year and almost missed the playoffs. And then got like smacked by the Rams. I, I, have, a trust, I have a trust issue with the Cardinals. And they don't have D-Hop for the first, like what, six games? I'm going to go through the games I have them winning. Okay. So, week four, they play the Panthers. Yeah. Away. They win. Panthers. Sure. Not good. I have them actually beating the Eagles. Cardinals okay. are at home week five. Week six, I have them beating Seahawks at Seahawks. Hot dumpster fire. Right. Bad team. Week seven, they beat the Saints at home. Week eight, they beat the Vikings. I agree. At the Vikings. I agree. Week nine, they beat the Seahawks at home. Week eleven, they beat the Niners at home. Week fourteen, they beat the Patriots at home. And then week seventeen, they beat the Falcons at Falcons. Okay, I'm not going to disagree with that that outcome. Again, we've been saying it the whole time. Like, we can predict whatever we want, but the Rams probably aren't going sixteen and one, let alone fifteen and two. Right. They're going to lose. They could lose to the Cardinals. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not sold that the Cardinals are going to be under 500. I just really didn't like how they ended last year. Tyler Murray's just a stinky little boy, though. He's a stinky little boy. He just runs around out there yeah, just doing whatever he wants. He's definition little stinker, actually. <laughs> you want to talk Niners? Yeah. Okay. Why do you have them? Eight and nine. Yeah, sub 500. To be honest with you, I have no idea. All right. I don't know. Honesty is the best policy. They seem like a middle-of-the-road team. They almost went to the Super Bowl last year. But why? Little little guy named Debo Samuel. Yeah, but who they got? Trey Lance this year? Allegedly. True. <laughs> but that's what we're going off of, and yeah. I don't know. Do we know what Trey Lance can do? He might be able to play some football. He might not be able to play some football. 
That's what I'm saying. All right. Middle of the road. Okay, yeah, I guess if I guess if we don't know what Trey Lance can do and he's definitely starting, which everyone agreed to and is totally fine with, especially the head coach. Definitely. Definitely. I can't really combat it. These two teams are tough because I feel like they're good enough to be above five hundred, but there's definitely flaws on both of these rosters to keep them under that. The way I look at it is kind of like the Rams are just going to run away with the division. They should. The Cardinals or the Niners are going to squeeze into the playoffs. Probably not go further than that. And that's kind of where. And the Seahawks are that big, hot, fire dumpster. It's a stinky little team. It's just terrible. Very bad. Very bad. The only reason I give the edge to the 49ers over the Cardinals is because the 49ers have been in the playoffs, what, the last two years with Jimmy Garoppolo? I like Jimmy G, though. If he's not good, he is adorable. <laughs> you he can't be a, both. He can't be both. Unless you're Justin Herbert. But Trey Lance looks like he could be a cool player, so I don't know. That's I think that the coach is a little wrong there, personally. I give the edge to the 49ers because they've been in the playoffs. They were almost in the Super Bowl last year. The Cardinals have not shown that they can even win in the playoffs yet. They squeaked in and then they got smacked by Big Daddy Matt. I'm not counting them out yet. Fair enough. Let's talk about the Rams. They're just going to win. They're going to win. Yeah. They're going to win a lot. Yeah. They're arguably the best team in the NFC in yes. its entirety. You can yeah. maybe say the Bucks are up there with them, but... I do have them as the one seed, but I think the Bucks are up there with them. It's fair. Rams are one of those teams there's not much to say. It's going to be Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Sean McVay, and then Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the other side. Good for them. Really happy for them. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations, Rams. Next division? NFC South. I uh, I don't know. I think I maybe I undersold some of these teams. Maybe this division's horrible besides the Bucks. But it starts out with the Panthers at two and fifteen. I just don't know what the Panthers are gonna do. Falcons three and fourteen. Also got a lot worse. And then the Saints at six and eleven, which I don't know. They they do have some pieces. They could probably do better than that. And then I have the Bucks at fifteen and two, which, like we said about the Rams, are they gonna win fifteen? Probably not. They'll probably lose some random games, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. That's fair. I flip flopped on Panthers Falcons. I believe a little bit more in the Panthers than than you do. I do not believe in the Falcons, however, at, like at all. And I don't I expect you to. I represented that through their one in sixteen record. Ooh, one in sixteen. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's one of them where you go through the schedule and you're like, I don't know if you beat anybody. I, I mean, I think they played like three other bad teams at home, so I, I think that's how I ended up with them having three wins. But Granted, like, last year they were like at five hundred or near five hundred, I believe. Uh, I then went with the Panthers five and twelve. I don't really think they have too much going for them, but. Baker's there now. The rece- yeah. I like the receivers. I don't think their receivers like Baker, but uh, <laughs> I don't think that they're like completely hapless. I could see them going above five wins very easily. And obviously I could see the Falcons going above one because I feel like it's pretty hard to lose uh, 16 games. Mm. Yeah. The Saints, I actually have a 10-7. and seven. See, like, I don't, I don't hate that. Right? I just, you- I just don't like... I don't know. I feel like they've been kind of like... You can definitely knock them for I not I feel like having... they've been worse than they should be 
Yeah, I mean, Jameis Winston was hurt for a large portion of the season last year, and they still almost made the playoffs at like eight and nine or something like that. Right. I think you can knock him for losing Sean Payton for sure. Mm-hmm. You got to see if the coach who comes in now and is able to uh, do most of the same things. But I, I think their team's pretty good. I think if Jameis Winston plays, they're easily getting into the playoffs because the NFC as a whole is just pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> then I also have the Bucks at fifteen and two, winning that division. But who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? I mean, the Bucks are winning the division. The Bucks are winning the division. We'll say that. The Bucks are to say. We're to say that. Uh, all right. Do you want to talk Panthers or Falcons? Neither. So we won't. The Saints just missed the playoffs last year without Jameis Winston. They are going to have Jameis Winston, which is better than not having Jameis Winston. They have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, which I think is a great pickup for them. Yeah. They drafted Chris Olav, and they still have Taysom Hill. I'm going to completely ignore Adam Troutman. They have Taysom Hill at the tight end slash running back slash quarterback slash like kick returner or punt gunner. Yeah, he's. I think they, he also might kick a field goal. As they call him, Weapon X. Yeah. And if you have Weapon X... It's going to be tough to he lose. He does everything, games. but he doesn't do anything well. Right. Except for all the things that he does well, which is play football. Pure <laughs> athlete. Weapon X. Their defense is also still going to be good. Marshawn Lattimore. They got Tyron Matthew, my boy, the Honey Badger. They still got Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport. I think that they make the playoffs pretty easily this year. Again, the NFC is just kind of like a few really good teams at the top and then a bunch of terrible teams. Yeah, the Saints are decent, but... Let's talk about a really, really fun team, the Bucks. Calling Tom Brady fun? Oh, uh, duh. Okay. Let's talk about the Bucks. I mean, it starts with Tom Brady. Okay. Who we established is fun. Very fun. Gotcha. And they have Leonard Fournette. Your favorite? I do love Leonard Fournette. He's just a little beast, man. Well, he came in, what, 20 pounds overweight this camp? He runs so heavy already. So this is just adding fuel to the. F- this isn't an Eddie Lacy situ- situation. No. No. Okay. Good. Like I'm sure. That, I'm sure it's all still in the thighs, and the extra weight is going to be him running people over. All right. The receivers, I think, one of the best receiving cores in the league. Can't argue. So they did lose Gronk, but I feel like Cameron Brake can kind of do what Gronk was doing. I think a sneaky pickup for them is also Kyle Rudolph who's a great red zone target. And I think Tom Brady, if anyone is going to utilize someone like that anytime he can. Yeah, Vikings legend Kyle Rudolph. Vikings legend Kyle Rudolph. But I feel like they're pretty much the same team they were last year. I think it's them and the Rams just kind of fighting it just out. Just punching for the down in the NFC. Yeah. yeah. That, not really anything funny to say about the Bucs. Uh, Tom Can't Brady. call them bad. Can't call them bad. You know who we can call bad? At the very bottom of the NFC North. The Bears. I have them at 2-15, and 15, and that might even be generous. <laughs> and then above them, I have the Lions at a surprising 8-9. and nine. I'm surprised. Uh, you should be. I am. Second place in the division, the Vikings, 12-5. and five. And winning the division, again, the Packers at 14-3. and three. Okay. Same order different results i was not as generous to the chicago bears i gave them an 0 and 17 record i know that's not going to happen it might it might happen it might, it might. be that year if, if there's going to be one team to go 0 and 17 
It's Someone the, it's has to go Bears team, 17 yeah. eventually, and it's probably going to be the Bears, and it's probably going to be this year. I can't argue, and I want to be less biased about this, but I just I look at the roster, and it just looks so, so bad, so stinky. <laughs> Above them, I have the 5-12 and 12 Lions. I'm not sipping the Dan Campbell Kool-Aid just yet. He can cry as much as he wants I to. I don't want to see him cry, but he'll probably cry if they win too, so I guess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he starts out one and zero, he's just gonna cry. He is crying all season long. Right. If it, imagine if they fin- if they f- get into the playoffs, he's bawling his eyes bawling out. bawling his eyes out. Uh, so I'd rather just see him cry at least like once or twice a season, going five and twelve. I think that's more realistic right now. I like what they added. I just don't think it's enough to really get them completely over the hump of. I could see them closer to five hundred. Moving on, I have the Vikings at nine and eight coming in second. And then I have the Packers winning at 13-4 and four to keep that streak of winning 13 games for the last, like, three seasons. The only thing I have to say about the Bears is that they're bad. That's funny. That's also the only thing I have to say about the Bears. You want to say it together? I would love to say it together. On three. Okay. One. Two. Three. Bad. bad. Moving on to the Lions. Bad. Bad. <laughs> Not but as bad. A different bad. A different bad. I, and I'm encouraged by you, bad. You're going to not be so bad. You're still going to be bad. I, like, I don't know. Dan Campbell and his tears kind of got to me a little bit. That's your bleeding heart. Yeah. I think eight and nine. I just think he he makes them win a couple games, you know? I agree that they can definitely be way closer to 500. Almost every single one of their games last year was, like, one score. And if you can just get the ball to bounce your way half that time which that's what 8 and 9 would demand, right? They can definitely be at or around 500. I could see 9 and 8. Again, they they almost beat the Steelers last year when they were still kind of a football team. They almost beat the Ravens, if not for, what, a 67 Justin Tucker field goal? What a man. Well, so I guess to stay on that subject, another team that lost their games by one score were the Vikings. What a great they transition. Were eight and nine last year. Yeah. I have them at 12 and five this year because the ball can bounce a couple ways. So, what you want to get into why you're at nine and eight? New coach. I mean, the consistency is now completely reset. Even if the coach was spiraling downward on himself and his team, I don't like a completely new coach coming in and everyone. Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to hang 40 on the Vikings the first time they play this season. Week one? Week one. It is going to be so bad. Vikings are at home, though. It's Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't care. Yeah, but you don't think he split with the Packers this year? I don't. I No. I have the Vikings getting swept by the Packers. I think that I might also have the Vikings splitting the Lions. I think I do, too. That's what I'm saying. If they're splitting with the Lions, you got to drag the quality of the team down. To, <laughs> they're going to lose to the Cardinals. They're going to lose to the Eagles. They're going to lose to the Cowboys in that case, most likely. Losing to the Saints. Last season, didn't they split with the Packers and split with the Lions? Yes. I get it. It's the division. I don't I don't have faith that the new regime comes in and it's automatically the old coach was the issue entirely. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Let's talk Green Bay. We're both very high on Green Bay, it seems. I, I mean, I guess... They just happen to be 14-3 at their record predictions. But, like, in my head, I've felt less and less confident about the Packers year after year. 
And it all starts, I guess, with Aaron Rodgers, who some would refer to as Throw Rogan. I would not refer to him as that. I love that nickname. I think it's hilarious. It's a great nickname. Too cool for him. <laughs> Just too cool of a nickname. Too cool of a nickname. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But who does he have around him at this point? His top receiver right now is Alan Lazard. But week one, he's got Sammy Watkins. Not just Sammy Watkins. He has week one He has Sammy week Watkins. one Sammy Watkins. Right. Uh, then he's got the man that he went to bat for, Packers legend, Randall Cobb. I love Cobb. That's fine. I don't think he's a great player. and he's, I don't think he's going to put them over the top. But I just like Cobb as, as I don't know. Aaron Rodgers asked for Cobb, got Cobb, and won 13 games. How do you combat that? You don't. Exactly. Losing Devontae Adams is probably big, right? Mm -hmm. But is it big enough to where Hall of Fame Aaron Rodgers can't just make a bunch of guys in the receiver room? Like, there's they're going to have a 1,000-yard receiver. I don't think they really slow down. Their defense only got better. Their offense has been more run-heavy anyway. Like, Aaron Jones, a top-tier running back. Yes. I know that because I drafted him very early in, uh, in one of my leagues this year. And me, the fantasy expert, how could I go wrong? I think that both the reason why Green Bay and Vikings have a lot of wins is they benefit from playing the NFC East, and then they also benefit from playing the other two sh terrible teams in their division. Right. The NFC North and the NFC East have a combined uh, two and a half good teams. <laughs> and by that I mean... The Eagles and Packers should be the good teams. The Cowboys and Vikings are half or a quarter of good teams. I would give them half. Then they have three good teams total. Yes. Making up four four teams total. <laughs> <laughs> we can transition now to the NFC East, actually. Yes. What do you got? The Giants at the bottom. Who's surprised? I'm a little surprised. Okay. I'm not actually surprised. Right. That was a, that was a classic who done it. That was a gotcha. <laughs> a gotcha moment. 3 and 14. I have the Commanders at 9 and 8. No. Oh. I had the Cowboys at 9 and 8. Okay. I had the Eagles at a very modest 13 and 4. Okay. We're very similar except for where we're not. I have the Giants at 3 and 14. Perfect. I have the Commanders at 5 and 12. Hmm. I guess I just I, I believe less in Carson Wentz than you do. I do have the Cowboys at nine and eight, and I have the Eagles at twelve and five. I don't hate it. I think it's just steady as it goes for the NFC East. Cowboys won last year, Eagles win this year, and then it just repeats like that until the end of time, and we're eaten by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I guess my only thing I think you just have the commanders a little low. Well, that's fair. Let's skip over the Giants and not talk about them. <laughs> Even though they did get Brian Dable to coach up Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley saying that he's going to come and run through the whole league. I'll believe it when I see it, Saquon. And also Daniel. And also Brian. Fucking Brian? Fucking Brian. On a first-name basis with all of these guys. Get out of my room. <laughs> I don't know. The commanders, their roster's just... They, I like Antonio Gibson. I like Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. And that is it. That's all I like. 
from the Commanders. Well, they had seven wins last year. Right. But they had the GOAT Taylor Heineke back there slinging. Actually, you know what? Carson Wentz is a is Taylor Heineke if Taylor Heineke was a little bit better. So I'll probably have to reconsider some things. I could see them at 9-8. and eight, But the Commanders don't feel like that team that steadily gets better every year. They feel like that team that fluctuates between six wins and ten. I just, they they play the Jags. They play the Bears. They sure. play the Texans. They play the Falcons. Like, those are, like, in my eyes, those are, like, the worst teams. I didn't say they had three wins. I, gave, I probably gave them all those. <laughs> <laughs> but, like. Then they split with the Giants. You probably have them sweeping the Giants or something. I do. They play the Giants back to back. Do they well, really? They have a bye, but they play the Giants, and then they have a bye. They and have they three play the Giants. buys in a row. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That shouldn't be allowed. They have a three week vacation. I can see seven wins. I think that we could agree on seven. I'll I'll, I'll meet you at seven. Should we shake on it? No. All right. You are all the way over there. <laughs> we can talk Cowboys now, as much as you want to. Probably not talk Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. Everything I'm about to say is extremely biased. Then I will say things that aren't as biased. Maybe. I mean, I have them at 9 and 8. Right. They Which had, is a very Cowboys record. They had 12 wins last year, but... They got worse. They got worse. They lost two of their three receivers. They had a great core, but you lose Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper. And you and now your receiving core is CeeDee Lamb... Michael Gallup, and Jalen Tolbert. Doesn't inspire as much confidence. Who? That's what I'm saying. They open their season up against the Bucks, and then week two they play the Bengals. And it's just Rough. like, and they're both at home, but like, are you going to win those games? I don't think so. Probably not. The talent around Dak has gotten worse, and I have no faith in Mike McCarthy. McCartney? McCarthy. McCarthy. Mike McCarthy held Aaron Rodgers down. From being good for multiple seasons. Like, I'm pretty sure they just, like, went 10-5 and five sometimes or 10-6 and six because Mike McCarthy just decided to be bad at coaching football. And Dak's not Aaron Rodgers, so that can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> if you make Dak worse, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> they were, you know, some kind of weird, miraculous play at the end of regulation away from being the 49ers in the playoffs last year. Also, don't run up the fucking middle when you have three seconds left. God. Genius. That's just bad. And then, I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott is like... It's fine. Tony Pollard has been more impressive. Zeke yeah. obviously gets more carries. He's going to eat some cereal in the end zone a couple of times. I don't know. <laughs> but the receivers, I think, are pretty good. They're fine. I don't know. I mean, again, you went from Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson as your one and three to your one being C.D. Lamb. Yeah, and then your two is Gallup. And right. Gallup's fine. I'm, I have no problem with Gallup. I don't have a problem with C.D. I just he's not your number one after you had Amari Cooper there. Schultz is good at tight end. Yeah. They're. I. I think nine and eight's perfect for what this offense is giving. Their defense, losing Randy Gregory, not the best. But you still have Demarcus Lawrence. You still have a pretty good linebacking core. You got Anthony Barr. Vikings on, legend Anthony Barr. Vikings legend Anthony Barr. I don't know if he has any knees left. <laughs> I know the two that he had last year weren't doing too great. So maybe he has a couple couple spares. 
I think the real game changer on the defense is Micah Parsons, obviously. Oh, for sure. Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Leighton Van Der Esch, those are all quality Trayvon players. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is a hoax. He's a sham. <laughs> He's a fugaz. I don't believe in him. He to said have his brother many. wouldn't be able to get one catch on him, and he also—he's also a liar. He also tells lies to the greater, <laughs> to the greater United States. He got so many picks because he was willing to make every play against a receiver a boomer bust. He's either going to pick you off, or you are getting like thirty yards, and it's on the safety to clean that up for him because <laughs> he whiffed it. I think I guess to wrap up the Cowboys, they—I think they're guaranteed second in the NFC East. It would be shocking if they didn't. However many wins they get, I don't know, but they're second in the NFC East. Equally shocking if the Cowboys didn't get second in the NFC East this year is that the Eagles don't get first. Yeah. This I mean, roster is freaking sweet. Besides, Go ahead, just, just be excited about the Eagles. <laughs> besides being an Eagles fan, I really did think they improved. What I said to you when they kind of solidified their roster around last week with bringing in Gardner Johnson and losing Vikings legend Jalen Rieger is Jalen Hurts would have to be so bad. So bad. To tank this season for this team. You're, you're, the schedule's also pretty easy. You get the NFC or the AFC South, which aside from maybe two teams, maybe two teams is a cakewalk. You get the NFC North, which again – aside from maybe two teams, is a cakewalk. And then your own division, Eagles, is the NFC East. If you can't squeak at least 12 wins out of that, go the fuck home. We start our season at the Lions, home against the Vikings, at the Commanders, home against the Jags. That's I don't see how... one has to be at least 3-1. I, I think it's 4-0. Oh. I, I don't, don't even think... care which way you put it. It's I just... don't... I don't see how you drop any of those games because if you even want to give the Vikings like, okay, they might be able to beat the Eagles, it's Philly's home opener. I don't think they lose that game. It's Monday night football, which puts Kirk Cousins in bright lights, and he is so afraid of Oh, those. my God. I forgot about Kirk Cousins' prime time. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute catastrophe. It will be very funny. I'm going to hate my life. But I don't see how, you know, that is the toughest game out of those four opponents. I don't see how it's not 4-0. Uh, the roster's stacked. Again, it comes down to Jalen Hurts. Does he have what it takes? It'd be really hard not to. He I barely like. has to have what it <laughs> takes. What <laughs> he has A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. It's like one of them's going to be there. <laughs> I mean, he has Dallas Godert. Goddard? Goddard. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's stop. Dallas Joe Dirt. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas Joe Dirt is a great T-shirt idea. The <laughs> only, I will say... Outside of Hurts, I don't like the running game. I don't like. No, Miles Sanders runs sideways, and I don't know. I kind of like Gainwell and Scott a little better. They punch it a little more. That's I, fine. I have. I don't know. I don't love Miles Sanders. Yeah, the defense looks good. The offense looks good. If Jalen Hurts is this bad, throw him into the sun. I don't know. I've been saying it all offseason once they once they got AJ Brown and started getting people on defense. If you if you can't make it work with this one. Yeah, I think it's all set up for him pretty well and I think it really just comes down to him. So I think we should kind of summarize by like kind of going through where these teams ended up with the playoff seeding. You want to talk seeding? 
Yes. Let's talk seeding. So I had the Bills as the first seed. Coming in second, the Chiefs. Third, I had the Bengals. Fourth, I had the Titans. Fifth, I had the Ravens. Sixth, I had the Chargers. And seventh, I had the Dolphins. Okay. We're mostly agreeing. You just abandoned the Chiefs. I haven't abandoned the Chiefs. My first seed is the Bills. My second seed is the Chargers. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. Third seed, I went Ravens. Fourth seed, I went Colts. First disagreement. And who makes the playoffs and who doesn't. Fifth seed, let's ride because it's Broncos country. I also don't have them in the playoffs. That's fair. Sixth seed, I have the Dolphins. And then the seventh seed, I have the Chiefs. So I don't have <laughs> I don't have the Bengals or I the Titans even making the playoffs. I can't agree with one the Bengals not making the playoffs and two the Chiefs being the seventh seed. Sure, underneath the Dolphins. I get that, but also uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. I just I don't know. It's a whole new world world over there. <laughs> okay, let's move over to the NFC. What do you got? I had the Rams at one. Shocking. I'm yeah. shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh after that I got the Bucks at two. I'm shocked again. And then three is Green Bay Packers. Wow. I mean, I feel like this is next just, level stuff. Yeah, this is getting way differently than the past couple of years. But then at four are the Eagles. Little shocking. I feel like they belong. Well, only because, you know, last year was the Cowboys, so that's the only one that's not. NFC East never repeats though. We know that. Go ahead. At five, I had the Vikings. At six, I had the Cardinals. Okay. And at seven, I had the Cowboys. All right. We're more similar than we're different here. Oh. I also have the Rams. As shocking as I may have seen. It's very shocking. As shocked as I pretended to be there. I think, like, is anyone else putting the Rams in the first seed out there? I think that this is the only podcast that yeah, is it has to be giving you this kind of next level scouting and prediction as to put people are out there writing the Rams off and they we're, are we're we're just telling it as right. it is that's and that's all we can do honestly uh, telling it as it is again I have the Bucks in the second seed as surprising as that may be to some people Packers a third Eagles a fourth pretty close pretty close to what you said and then. And then it falls off, because then we have the 5th seed 49ers, the 6th seed Saints, and the 7th seed Cowboys. Uh, I mean, alright. I just, I don't know. The but Niners? I think the Niners, again, the Niners were almost in the Super Bowl last year. I just, just I don't know. I think Kyle Shanahan can do something with Trey Lance. And again, the NFC is just so bad, and there's so much turnover. I'll agree with you that I think the Niners can make the playoffs because that means that the Cowboys won't. So, if that's what I have to, <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys still made it in mine at nine and eight. No, no, no. I'm talking about mine. They're uh, seven seed, and they get kicked out of the playoffs by the Niners. Fine. Sure, I agree. All right, well, we want to thank you for listening. This has been 32 Terrible Teams. And one terrible podcast. Uh, obviously, we just gave you how the season's going to play out. It's either going to be how I say or how Dom says. It's for you to choose. Everyone gets to pick. My way is correct. Dom's way is wrong. 
blasphemy. But we do thank you and hope that you'll come back throughout the season as we'll be doing podcasts weekly. Um, okay. Uh, bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye.